Hi, my name is Bailey Todd, Grace's brother, and she chose Matthew 18:20 as her scripture. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I with them. Hi, my name is Grace Todd. I'm a senior at Hume Fogg and will be attending University of Tennessee Knoxville in the fall. When I was in fifth grade, my family decided to start looking for a new church. We visited Woodmont for about a year before becoming members. When we first moved to Woodmont, I did not like going to Sunday school. I remember I would hide my shoes and tell my parents I couldn't find them to get out of going, but it never worked. Throughout Cairo, I saw how close everyone was and didn't think I could ever be that tight with people I just saw once a week. When I moved up to CYF, I started attending youth group more regularly and started making a few friends. My sophomore year, they announced the 2016 Guatemala trip for the high schoolers, and I decided to go. It was the best decision I could have made. Not only was I able to go to another country and do mission work, but I ended up becoming best friends with the people in my grade, especially Grace Spears and Emmeline Freeman. For the rest of the summer and into junior year, I'm pretty sure we spent almost every weekend we could together, even hanging out with other people in the youth group too. It was then that I realized that you can be close with the people you only see once a week, if you try. Over the year, I found my church friendships growing stronger than my school friendships. We enjoy hanging out with each other because we have similar values. It is easier to be yourself and have true acceptance when there is open communication and respect for each other. I attend a very diverse school, Hume Fogg, and although I love many of the people there, it is harder to develop the deep relationships that I experience with my friends here at Woodmont, because here there is a presence of God and community. The place where I've experienced this the most outside of church is Bethany Hills. I always heard about Bethany Hills, but never really cared to go until I started creating the bonds I have with my friends. Last summer was my first time, and I instantly regretted the years I missed. Bethany Hills is such a special place where friendships get deeper and new ones are formed. I have met other high schoolers throughout Tennessee that I stay connected with. I look forward to going every time, and I can't wait to create more memories this summer. So I would like to thank the members at Woodmont who support the youth, the youth sponsors, Trey, Tom, Katie, and Chris, and of course my parents for always finding my shoes, for helping to create such a strong foundation of community at Woodmont to always come back to. Because of this strong community, my faith has grown deeper, and as I move forward in life, I know that I will rely on this faith, which began with friendship and community, but is now so much more. My advice to younger youth in the congregation is to not wait to become involved like I did. Don't miss out on any time that you may have to connect with friends here at Woodmont. Attend events and youth group activities. You will find things in common that will lead to long-lasting friendships. My name is Max Spears, and Grace has chosen Psalm 18.2 as her scripture. It reads, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Hi, my name is Grace Spears. I'm a senior at Franklin Road Academy, and I will be attending University of Tennessee Knoxville in the fall. I've been a member of this church since I was born. You probably know some, someone in my family here. We are very involved in the church, and there are quite a few members of the Carpenter family. So because of this, I was always here for Christ Quest, which is the first time I met Trey Flowers. I was a part of this disciples class in fifth, fifth grade and got baptized at the end of that year. This meant I was now a part of Cairo, which I was very scared of at the time because I was intimidated by the older kids. So I stopped going to Sunday school. 
I still attended church services during middle school, but it was rare for me to attend Sunday school. In the middle of my freshman year of high school, my mom forced me to go to the youth winter retreat, but I really did not want to go because I didn't know any of the high schoolers, so I invited my friend from Bethany Hills, Emmeline. I can speak for both of us when I say that this re retreat changed our lives. I am so thankful that my mom forced me to go because this is where I met Ashley Buchanan, Maddie Crenshaw, and where I was reconnected with Justine Sitton. I didn't know what it was about all of us, but we all quickly became very close. These girls were the reason I started going back to church and being active in the youth group. Unfortunately, Ashley and Maddie were seniors that year, so we had to say goodbye to them fairly soon after us getting so close. But that didn't keep me from coming the next year. Justine and I grew very close over the next two years because when I couldn't drive, she off offered to take me to youth group every Sunday night. Justine, Will Elliott, Cole Sessler, Kate Clayton, Katie Sheridan, and Trey Flowers were the reason that I attended Sunday school and youth group and why it became so important to me my sophomore and junior year. What I want you to know about me and this youth group is that this place is our foundation and these people are my rock. I thought the verse Psalm 18.2 was great to go along with my sermon because it says, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. And this is shown through this youth group. This youth group provides a great base for those who commit to it. It is true that some personalities in the group may clash, or sometimes people stop coming for a while, or sometimes even people leave. But with commitment, this youth and Woodmont are a great foundation. For example, at the end of my sophomore year, one night, Justine and I were riding to youth group, and we were talking about how happy we were with Trey and Katie, with all the craziness that had come before with the leadership and the youth. Of course, that night, Trey announced that he would be leaving the church in the summer to move to Indiana. I was devastated and heartbroken, but even though we were upset and knew we would miss him a ton, we promised each other that we would keep coming in the next year because even though we had lost a very loved member of the youth, this place was still our rock. I'm glad we made that promise to each other because now we still have Katie, but we also have Chris, and I'm very thankful for both of them and all they do for us in trying to keep this place our home. I can say now that this is a huge part of my life and I know I've met some lifelong friends here. I am so thankful for the fact that any time I was going through a rough time or anything was wrong, I had these people and this place to count on because I knew they would always be here. I know that I will always have family at Woodmont. Hi, I'm Garrison, Macy's brother. Um, Macy chose Proverbs 4.23 for her scripture. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Hi, my name is Macy Walker, and I will be attending Auburn University in the fall. I have been a, been a member of Woodmont for the, all 18 years of my life. At first, I was forced to come because my parents made me go to Sunday school while they sat in the service. However, once I was able to make this decision myself, it became a ritual. Every Sunday, I would drive myself here and then back again that night for youth group. It was a habit that became subconscious and that I didn't second guess. I always wanted to continue coming to church because I felt like I belonged in this community. Over the years, I've been able to create so many memories and found prominent role models in my life. The first people who influenced me were Trey Flowers and his wife, Marilyn. They encouraged me, encouraged me to have a strong faith and step outside of my comfort zone. They always welcomed me with open arms and showed unconditional love to everyone surrounding them. Cyril Stewart has also been influential to me over the past couple of years. 
He serves the youth by teaching Sunday school lessons for the CYF. He is a quiet, selfless leader and may not be the person in the front of the room trying to get our attention, but he is a leader in our community nonetheless. Through all of these people's encouragement and exemplary leadership, I have begun to recognize that each person has their purpose in every community, even if it goes unnoticed. We all have our own talents that we use to strengthen the bond between each of us. As humans, we usually see the people who grab our attention as the people with the most power and as the director of the group. This could be the people who speak to us each week from the podium or the ones who enforce the rules. However, these people usually have many helping hands that don't get viewed as a powerful, strong person, but without them, things would be different. Not everyone can have the extroverted personality it takes to stand in front of a crowd, but everyone has their own way to help contribute. As a culture, we need to change our perspective as to who we perceive as leaders. Maybe it's the secretary who sits in your office and sends out reminders about meetings. Maybe it's the people who show up early and stay late to help set up for events. Maybe it's the youth who sit before you today, giving you a new perspective. People always say that we are the future leaders, but why can't we be, be considered leaders today? I am currently standing in the same location as someone who every person in this church looks up to every week. I am, may not have a degree in divinity, but I still stand before you trying to make you see the world in a new light. However, I am not typically the type of person who would be standing here. I am fairly introverted and do not like to be in the spotlight, but with my journey through church, I have found ways to help guide this community to, what, to become stronger using the talents I was given. I have helped shape it and it has helped shape me, even if it, this isn't your typical, my typical position. I hope throughout my time at this church, I have shown some of the youth the way they have become involved around this community, even if we aren't the loudest person in this room. To all of the youth, I also hope, thank you for the countless memories that I have been able to make. I, you all have been brought new perspectives and experiences and a new passion to this youth group that is like no other. You each bring a different piece of the puzzle to the table to create a bigger picture for all of us. I hope each of you continue to build a stronger connection to this community. To Chris and Katie, thank you for guiding me through my journey to expand my faith and helping me find the position that best uses my strengths. To my parents, thank you for supporting me through all of my de decisions and providing the foundation to grow in my faith. Hi, I'm Ellie Hensley and I'll be reading for Emmeline Freeman. She chose Luke 5, 18 through 20. Just then some men came, carrying a paralyzed man on a bed. They were trying to bring him before Jesus, but finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went with his bed through the tiles into the middle of the crowd in front of Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said, friend, your sins are forgiven you. Hi, my name is Emmeline Freeman and I will be attending the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga in the fall. My journey to Woodmont was a bit of a whirlwind, but ended up being one of the best decisions that brought me to some of my best friends. Two years ago, I started coming to Woodmont regularly after going my whole life to what I now call my home church, Eastwood Christian Church. Eastwood was a community that quickly became my family's place of worship and was the center of my community. Once I was able to drive myself, I also realized this gave me an opportunity to make my own decisions. Eastwood will always be my home church, but after attending Woodmont every now and then, having some close friends in the youth group, and attending a mission trip to Guatemala with the youth, I decided that this was where I wanted to be. 
Although it is hard not going to my home church every Sunday like I had for the last almost 14 years, I wanted to be here. I wanted to be with people that had shown me their willingness to welcome in someone new and different and the love they've continued to show me these past few years. Another amazing place that I'm so grateful to have in my life is our beloved Bethany Hills Camp. I started going in the sixth grade and I've been going every year since. Camp has given me a home away from her home, a church away from church, and a chosen family that I have so much love for. Bethany Hills has a special way of bringing together people from different places, different churches, and different backgrounds. You're allowed to be your truest self at camp and to have whatever beliefs you may have, which also allows you to build an open and genuine relationship. At some point in my earlier years of going to camp, I became best friends with a girl who lived in Brentwood, which seemed extremely far from where I lived. Since we were young and couldn't hang out often, camp had a special excitement of seeing friends you only saw once or twice a year. Grace Spears and I quickly and mysteriously, we literally have no recollection of meeting, became best friends at Bethany Hills and our friendship has only grown since. Grace showed me an unconditional love that allowed me to feel comfortable around her and let both of us open up easily. Grace and I came from different backgrounds and have some different views, but church and Bethany Hills gave us a place to learn about each other's truest selves and allows for a safe place to have real conversations, to open our minds to other views than our own. During our mission trip to Guatemala, Grace and I became best friends with a girl also named Grace. These girls became my best friends due to the fact that we could bounce from talking about politics to boys to God to whatever funny thing we found on the internet. I trust these girls with anything and couldn't ask for two better best friends. I hope to have the friends I've made through church for a very long time and that despite an upcoming move from our home bases, we will always have each other. By showing me endless love and acceptance, I've realized throughout my life that there aren't actually different churches or different youth groups. By being an unofficial member of Woodmont while still having my home church right around the corner, going to Bethany Hills and even different church camps, sorry you guys, uh, I noticed the term member or being a part of a specific church isn't necessary. We're all part of one big church, in essence, going for the same thing, learning about the same ways that Jesus has tried to teach us to be better. The thing I love about Bethany Hills is that so many different churches and youth groups and even people with no churches can come together to love God and each other. We're all a part of one big church, and no matter what, we can all come together for love. Outside of church and camp, my life is changing, and all of the amazing friends I've met through both are moving on. But I will always know that I will have my chosen church family that I can always count on. No matter where we are, how far apart we may be, I will always love the people I've met because of church, and will always be grateful for the opportunity to become so close with such amazing people. These experiences have taught me to accept other views and continue learning the ways that other people believe. Hi, I'm Lily Hartle, Houston's sister, and he has chosen Mark 12, 30 through 31 for a scripture. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Hello all, I'm Houston Hartle, and I go to MBA, and I'm excited to be attending TCU this upcoming fall. I've been going to Woodmont since birth, and I've grown up in this church. But why do we go to church? Maybe the friends you have here, the wonderful music provided, place thought-provoking sermons, taking communion every Sunday provided for everyone in our service because your parents made you or simply wanting to worship God in a bigger setting. To me, it has been all these reasons at one point or another, but I firmly believe what brings us to church more and more as we grow in our Christian faith is the church community. Not just the bonds within our small groups or each service, but then the entire Woodmont community. 
Take an event like Walk Through Bethlehem as an example. I've witnessed people from ages 5 to 85 volunteer to be part of this sizable event. The theme of putting time back into Woodmont, the Woodmont community, is instilled into kids from a young age. I've volunteered almost every year since I was six, standing in 30-degree weather by a constantly withering fire as a shepherd, losing feeling in my hand because of the much too large Roman guard equipment for a 13-year-old. Uh, at nine years old, I had my hair covered and I have long feminine eyelashes apparently, and many people told me uh, or told their kids to thank the little girl to me and, <laughs> and, and watched my dad laugh every single time they said it. To being, uh, to being Joseph this past year and taking hundreds and hundreds of photos and finding myself on Random's mom's Facebooks in the following days. Part of these occurrences in my time here is thanks to my own mother who has signed me up for different roles each year without consulting in my opinion at all. <laughs> but are also due to the ideal of taking time to volunteer for the church that is always here for you as being a major part of the Christian faith. With this larger or smaller amount of time that we put into the church, we also allocate a great amount of time into less righteous attention consumers, like professional college sports, going to social events, or Netflix. I am no different and likewise fall to these time consumers. I thoroughly enjoy watching football or hanging with friends, and I love a good sports movie. But imagine if we all took a percentage of the time watching Netflix or just movies and instead put it into helping someone around you. Take 10%, 5%, or just 1% of the time you've spent. This amount of time would make a major difference in others' lives in your own. You could go out and volunteer taking on multitudes of service projects, which is great, but there's so many little things you can do to affect others in your lives. Call your grandparents, tell a friend you care for them, tell your mom you love them and appreciate their sacrifices. Ask someone how they're doing and genuinely care about their response. I've found that this small time allot allotment and change in your actions can influence those around you to do the same in, your lives, in their lives and increase, and increase the happiness of your own. I could talk for hours and hours about the amaz amazing experiences, trips, and memories I've made through this youth group, Bethany Hills and its impact in my deepening of relationships with others, obtaining its ability to sit and talk for hours rocking back and forth on the porch, or my relationship with Christ at the beautiful Lakeside Chapel, my favorite place to worship, or Guatemala, for example, the rural villages allowing me to see the immense poverty of other places, but also the genuine happiness within the smiles and laughters of the families. We can all really learn from these people, the importance of putting time and care into their relationships with family and God, and not just uh, their phones or cars or status. As influential as the experience has been, I want to talk about the people of the church. I believe that Jesus is the foundation, and we, the people, are the ones who build upon it. In 1 Corinthians, Paul writes to the church of Corinth, telling them how to solve their struggles, saying in chapter 3, he says, For we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder, and someone else is building on it. But each one should build with care. And later exclaims, Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple, and that God's spirit dwells in your midst? I see the effect of people taking their time to build upon the foundation of the church within the youth group itself. Every parent that has offered to provide dinner for Sunday night youth activities, each adult sponsor that has given up their time to come help us build relationships with Christ, People like the custodian Joe who works here, who drove out an hour to Bethany Hills to pick us up so we didn't have to wait any longer for the main bus to return back. And Cyril Stewart. He has no real connection to the youth group, no kids in it or anything, but offers his time every Sunday to come be a part of this youth and lead the CYF in Sunday school. He has the most soothing voice I've ever, ever heard and has a story for every lesson or situation ever presented. 
Grace Spears and I like to count how many stories he tells us, and once within 20 minutes, he told 12 different stories. <laughs> I counted, it's true. And mostly, mostly consisting of him leading a Boy Scout troop and his family. I joke about this, but his taking time to invest in the youth group has definitely influenced me and others. In the youth wing, uh, we have a smoothie machine, and most people don't know this, but Cyril stays late after every Sunday school and cleans it. The machine's out part by part. I try to take the time to help him or at least thank him. But this right here, this is the epitome of what it means to be a Christian. He has no selfish reason to do this small act, but solely to help others, receiving almost zero credit for it. These actions are an example of selflessness I strive to obtain every day. As I move on to the next chapter of my life, this place will stay with me. The humor of Tom and his ability to lighten everybody's spirit and Trey. I had joked with Trey since I was in eighth grade that I would make him cry on Youth Sunday. And even if he can't hear me now, I'd like to acknowledge the authentic generosity of Trey and his desire to include everyone in every activity. He illustrated what true acceptance means and has been one of the biggest influences on my ideals of Christianity and my relationship with Christ. I'd like to thank Chris and Katie for their constant support and willingness to help us with any problem we've ever faced. Lastly, I'd like to thank my parents. Mom, you're such an incredible role model. Your ability to put us first in every aspect of your life and unconditional love and support is greatly appreciated. And Dad, thank you for raising me to be strong and tough, but also empathetic. You've shown what, me what it means to be a man. This place has shaped and influenced me to where I am today in so many aspects. In the past, and as you can still see today, I've always been the only boy in my grade, which has been interesting at times. But coming from a masculinity-pumped all-boys school, this dynamic has helped me as I've developed lasting friendships with each senior. As I move on, I'll cherish these lessons, the laughters, the tears, the stories, the deep relationships, and the memories, and hold on to them dearly, dearly, and try to take a little with me as I go.